Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. How to get buyers to sell themselves. Hey, I'm Donnie Bovine, the CEO and founder of Success Champion Networking and author of Fuck to Focused. This is Growth Mode, a podcast all about growing and scaling your business. Hanging out with me as always is Kevin Snow, the sales automation tactician and genius. And in this episode, we are going to talk about how to get the prospects to really convince you that they want to buy your stuff. You know, I still remember how I got into door to door sales in the heating and air conditioning realm. And I was getting ready to quit my job uh, because I started off as a grunt climbing up in the attics under the houses. And I absolutely hated it. And the day I was going to quit, I, was, I got out of my truck and I started walking up. And Jerry, who's my boss, goes, Oh, that's a, I'm going to quit face. I'm like, You damn right. I'm out of here. I don't want to do this crap anymore. He goes, Hey, before you quit, will you? Uh, try something for me. And I'm like, what am I trying? And he goes, I'm going to hand you a stack of brochures. I'm going to drop you in a neighborhood and I want you to go knock on doors. And if somebody will let us come look at their systems and we sell something, I'll pay you a commission. I immediately said, I'm in. And he goes, wait, just so you understand, you're not making any money unless we sell something. I'm like, cool. I don't want to climb in the attics or under houses. I'm in. So uh, for like three weeks, he was dropping me off in various different neighborhoods. And each time he would drop a cooler water behind a bush. And that's what I'd have to go back to, to get my water to, you know, hydrate throughout the day. Cause he, so you off. didn't die. Yeah, pretty much. Cause it's Texas. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the days he looked at me and goes, ah, oh, dude, I forgot the cooler water. He goes, suck it up. And if, you know, if you get hot, just bump a glass of water off of somebody's house. So long comes about noon and I knock on this gal's house and she opens the door and she realizes I'm a sales guy. She goes to slam and I said, ma'am, just one second. I'm so sorry. I said, but can I just get a glass of water? And she invites me into her house and was like, oh my God, yes, please. And uh, I explained to her that I didn't have any water while I was out there. And as I sat down at her table, she said, all right, well, you're in here, but you might as well tell me, you might as well go ahead and tell me why you're here. And I said, well, to be honest, I, 
I have no idea. And she goes, what do you mean you have no idea? And so I tell her the story of Jerry dropping me off in the neighborhoods and, and asking me to go all these things. She goes, so Jerry just needs to come look at my system. I'm like, yeah. She goes, we'll call him up. I'm like, really? She goes, yeah, call him up. <laughs> so I called Jerry up and I'm like, dude, you're not going to believe this shit. He goes, all right. I said, this gal wants you to come look at her system. He goes, really? Like he totally doesn't even believe me. And so he drives over and I think we did this like quick, you know, hundred dollar, you know, job uh, for this lady. And I think I made five bucks and, you know, for the rest of that summer, I promise you, I had to pee a lot because from then on out, every house I went to, all I would say is I'd walk up and say, Hey, can I get a glass of water? And here's the thing. I think one of the biggest things people screw up when they're selling is they forget to become human and allow the customers to help us by allowing them to show us what they want to do and how they want to use our services and how they want to buy things from us. So let's dive into this a little bit, Kevin. Uh, but I love telling that story because, you know, a glass of water got me, taught me sales. Crazy, crazy. So, so go ahead. I think this is really important that that we're having this conversation because if you are convincing and manipulating your buyer to say yes, they're not going to have a good taste in their mouth after the sale is done, after they get the product. You know, I remember when I was just out of college, I was just got my uh, first really cool and you know high paying job. Uh, you know, had a place to live. Uh, it was making decent money in sales. And I was like, I, I need a new car. I need something different than the old beater that I brought with me from college. I have money now to pay for it. So I went and looked at some uh, different vehicles uh, at the de local dealership. And uh, contrary to my normal uh, <laughs> decision-making process for purchases, I bought something like right away there was not like leaving and coming back and thinking about it. I, I actually signed a deal uh and i i don't know if it was just because i really liked the car or i got talked into it really well but i left with a vehicle brand new car and i i immediately i got home i was like oh crap what did i just do yeah and i had the buyer's remorse like you wouldn't believe i laid in bed i'm like oh fuck i'm so screwed i have how am i gonna make this payment what was i thinking uh and i had the cash at that time it wasn't like it was like oh my god i'm <laughs> gonna lose the apartment um but yeah because uh, you know they got me to say yes so quickly i completely was not excited about the whole fact that i had a new car you know most people when you get the new car it's like i got a new car let's i'm gonna go drive and show it off it's like oh my god how do i how do i return it is <laughs> really literally <laughs> what was going through my head so you know, getting your people excited that you're talking to, getting them excited to say yes is really key because that just sets you up to have a really badass engagement with them and to build a raving fan. Yeah, man, I totally agree because uh, we've all bought things that we regret. And in most situations when we bought those things, it was either because we were sold which nobody wants to be sold or we were hyped, you know, which is almost as bad as being sold. You know, sometimes people will just get you hyped and they'll still sell it to you, even if they know you don't need it. And that's where we want to focus a lot of this conversation on is how do you get these buyers to actually lean into you 
as part of the overall conversation. And if you've listened to any of our other episodes, you'll know Kevin and I are huge on anti-pitching anything. And I think that's what a lot of people still are trying to do is pitch, convince, you know, overcome objections, hard close, those type of things. And anytime you try any of those activities, it's a surefire way to turn off your prospect from wanting to do anything with you because they're, they're, as soon as they feel like they're being sold, man, they're out. So I think one of the biggest things that you have to do, like the first thing you have to do is become a human being and not a salesperson. Like you've got to go into that conversation ready to have a regular conversation and willing to connect with that individual on a somewhat personal level, me more than Kevin does, but you know, and really, because you know how those introverts are, they just want to get down to business. Um, lies, all lies. <laughs> you know, but you, I mean, you really, you've got to become human, um, which most people, they are putting on their sales hat, if you will, and which puts them into this weird, gregarious, over-the-top sales maneuver and move. Yep. Yeah, that the conversation thing is so key. So over the weekend, I got, uh, you know, someone posted on uh, Facebook, hey, we're looking for someone who can uh, do some digital marketing for us. Here's what we need, blah, blah, blah. It was someone that I've been following and engaged with a bunch of their posts on and never had a, a goal in my head to actually sell them or do stuff with them. But, you know, I liked what they were doing. And, you know, and their, their messaging resonated with me. So I'm like, I'll follow these guys. So I, I replied. I was like, yeah, totally. Uh, I dropped you an email. Uh, look forward to hopefully chatting. So I sent them an email. We ended up talking on Saturday night at 730, jumping on the phone. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, hey, here's what I can do for you. Here's why you need to buy stuff from me, blah, blah, blah. Um, it was, it all started off talking, you know, because he does, he fights jujitsu. Uh, he's starting some uh, some fight tours and all kinds of different stuff. So we ended up starting off talking, you know, because I wrestled. And so we talked about the competition thing and how you just get bored seeing the same people all the time. And we had that conversation. It got to the point he, he was like, all right, I suppose we need to talk about the digital marketing stuff. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we probably should. <laughs> so and we had that conversation by the end of the call. He was like, you know, it's, I'm going to tell all the other people that uh, we're good. We don't need to talk to any of them. And, you know, you followed my stuff. And I remember you from engaging and my operations guy remembered and recognized you. You know, I don't see why we would work with anyone else. And it was because we had a real conversation. Yep. And we had engaged with each other. And it wasn't that no time. It's like, hey, I can do this for you. And if, you're, if you don't do this, you're going to lose this. There was no pitching ever. Yep. And you know, what I love about this is a couple of things. One, you'd been engaging with their content for a while because they're putting out content. But two, you know, for, I mean, for me, I always like letting people go first, you know, when I'm trying to sell something, because I want to hear their story. You already had that natural inclination that there was a commonality for you guys to talk about, you know, with the wrestling, the jujitsu, you could actually ask intelligent questions about, you know, their practice, you know, and the things that they were doing. And, 
you know, one of the ways to become human is to actually geek out on what they geek out on, especially if you're really into it. I mean, don't fake this part. I mean, don't, don't geek out on jujitsu if you don't give a shit, but, but if you know that there's things that they're into, I mean, uh, the kind of the point of becoming human in that idea, you know, the second point of having real conversations is the moment when the prospect has to tell you, okay, let's talk business, right? You yep. played your cards right through that conversation and they've enjoyed it enough that part of them is already into you and how you do things. It's now yours to fuck it up from there by turning it into a pitch fest next, right? It's where most people go is they're like, you know, they get to that moment of let's talk business. And they're like, all right, well, here's my binder. Here's my PowerPoint. Here's my pitch deck, you know, um, and they start beating the shit out of them. But um, uh, a great example of, you know, connecting with somebody and having real conversations. And I think a lot of the next part is then opening up that that freaking inventory of questions that get them to lean into and sometimes the questions are in form of teaching them something or educating them on something or walking them down the path so you can finish off with a does that make sense questions or how would you see yourself using this moving forward which i'm assuming you did a lot on that call yeah, it was literally, it was a lot of, you know, they were telling me, hey, here's what we want to do. Uh, they're really focused on a, a website thing, which, and you know, I told them in the emails, I don't normally do websites for people unless I'm into their message or what they're trying to do. So we're, you know, he's telling us what we did, he did. And part of it is they're starting this, our tour uh, fights. They're going to go all around the world and bring in fighters or all around the country and we bring in fighters. Uh, for it and he was like so i started asking him questions about the email stuff the part that i really geek out on the automation stuff i'm like so how are you communicating with all these fighters who reached out that have reached out in the past how are you keeping them all uh, update on what you have coming on things you know tracking who's in who's not all that type of stuff so then he started telling me all that Hey, Donnie Bovine here, CEO of Success Champions Networking, and I just want to jump in really quick and tell you about the network. Success Champion Networking isn't for the beginning networker. It's for the business people that understand that building a successful relationships is a two-way street requiring commitment from both parties involved. Stop wasting time networking with people that don't understand how to leverage their network to generate quality referrals for you. If you're ready to network with business people that are tired of doing all the heavy lifting and want to build real partnerships that generate high revenue referrals, visit one of our chapters today at successchampionnetworking.com and I look forward to seeing you there. And, you know, I just kept asking questions and finding out how they wanted to do things and where they are at in their development and what they, who they had on their team that was going to be doing stuff. And, you know, at the end, when it came, you know, when I'd gotten all my answers, then it was just really giving them, hey, here's what I would do if I were you. Here's how I would use this. I would look at doing this. And we can actually integrate this into your site so that now you get notified, but you can actually see all your fighters in a dashboard. And you can see where they're at and you can be tracking the events and we can start actually building out things that will help you scale this so that you can have two or three events in a weekend at different points of the country and not pull your hair out. 
dude, maybe we should coin the fa- the, the the phrase "edu cell." I think that's what yeah. we really do. I mean, between you and I, I mean, uh, if people were to watch us actually sell, as we're educating as much as we're selling, and that's what you just did to the whole thing is is here's what I would do if I were you. This is what I would do, and it's almost a way of selling to where you're giving them all the answers and the solutions they could do without you. Um, yeah, which to me is is just a cool way to always looking at it because. Um, the real people that would do it without you are not the people you want as clients anyway. So, uh, but it also shows your genius in what you do. Although there is something to say about doing, giving it all out to the DIYers and letting them try it and then fuck it up and, and then, then hire you for more. It's like, I need you to fix this. I'm like, well, that's actually going to cost you more. Cost more. Because <laughs> it's going to take me time to fix it and then build it the right way. So, for sure, yeah. For sure. So there yeah. is that piece too. <laughs> but i think that's that's the power of you know know, part of this you know getting them to lean into you and buy from you is you got to really know your stuff so when like in kevin's situation he's able to sit across from him and go hey this is what i would do here this is what i would do here it's literally telling him them you know exactly what they should be doing and it's the same thing i do every time i sit across from somebody is once i get to a certain point where i know where they're at in business now i can just lean in and say okay this is what you need to do next this is what we need next right and it's a very much a teaching or an education uh moment and two things happen when you do that and you know kevin's good since this example is right in front of us i mean the guy said i don't need to talk to anybody else I just think we should just move forward with you. And that's what happens when you have all things connected and aligned because they realize there's a bond, there's a rapport, but they also know exactly that you know what the fuck you're talking about. I I think a lot of people are scared to do that, though. They're they're afraid they're giving away their secret sauce and that that it's going to hurt them in the long run, you know. Is this we a point on, you tell them there is no fucking secret sauce? Yeah, there isn't. You know, the more you share, the more people are going to understand that, wow, this guy is actually an expert and knows what he's talking about. Yep. It's when you try and hide stuff that you now start to sound like the flim flam artist where you're trying yes. to tell just enough Wait, to get the flim people. Flam? Flim flam. Flim flam. Uh, keep going. I'm Googling that. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you're telling them just enough to get them excited and get them in, but not telling them enough for them to actually, you know, do things. It's kind of like the old magicians, you know, well, we never tell people how we do our stuff. So flim flam, non-sex, nonsensical or insincere talk. Good word. Oh, I, it's actually a damn word. It is. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, that that's, <laughs> you know, and I, and I think, you know, this is a little bit hard when you're first starting out selling whatever you're selling because maybe you don't know all the pieces to the puzzle that you need to be able to tell somebody, you know, this is what I would do and, and, and sincerely tell them what they should be doing next in their business. But I think it's, it's you know, the point of we're all going to get questions asked of us at some point that we may not know the answer to. And I think there's, you know, everybody always says I can go back and figure that out. I would challenge that instead of saying, hey, I go back and figure this out to really more lean in and go, 
what you have in mind here at this point and let them educate you you know, through the process so you can learn it versus trying to go back and figure it out. I think it just allows you to plant your feet. Yeah, this more. this client had a uh, online software system that they use that um, manages the the fights, the events, the tournament. So it actually like you put in all your fighters, it creates all the brackets, figures out, hey, here's what mats they all need to be on, all that type of stuff. Uh, and then you you have it all set up for each each mat has their access and they're running all their stuff. So hold on, because I need to be a cool point. One second. How much did you geek out on them telling you? No, it was really software? cool. And I went and searched for it because I had never yeah. heard about it before. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that sounds really fun. Um, so I went and looked and he's like, yeah, so we want to integrate it with the website and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm not seeing anything on their website about any technical capabilities for this. So, you know, and I, I had to do that. You know, what? I don't know if how we can integrate this. I've already emailed them. <laughs> So I've, I've already dropped a message as we're chatting. Like, hey, I'll, I asked them already, and I'll see what they come back with. But I'm like, you know, even if we can't do a let's pass information from one system to another because they don't have that set up, there's still ways that we can get the your fighters who are going to be at the events to actually get the link. So there's ways we can work around yeah. it. So I didn't leave them completely hanging. I said, hey, I understand what you want to do. I don't know if that's technically possible with this system, but, hey, here's another way that we can do it. And you get them what they need. Well, this is just me. Yeah, this is just me geeking out a little bit with Kevin. I mean, with, with the way, way you do things, not only can they get an email, but they can get a text to their phone that says, hey, Matt, so-and-so, yep. you, know, at, you know, you know, triggered off the bracket. I mean, just, but that's part of it, man, is you've got to geek out on your stuff and geek out on your client's stuff. Yeah. I, I think for a lot of us, we haven't had enough conversation to get really comfortable for with what we did early on, especially in our careers. And this is where Kevin and I always talk about, man, you got to go get into a lot of conversations so you can figure out what to say at this moment, because you've been there before. And there's damn near no question. You could ask Kevin and I about our companies, you know, what we do that we don't have an answer for technology aside. I mean, there's going to be things in there. You're like, yeah, shit, I have no idea. I've never seen that technology in my life. But the rest of it, we're, we're, we've been in that conversation before. So that's freaking awesome. What else would you tell people to do to get them to lean into, you know, buying, telling you they're ready to buy or want to buy? Uh, you know, I think we've really covered the big things. You know, you need to be authentic and have that real conversation. You need to solve their issues and, and, and teach them. Uh, and just not be a sales douche canoe, you know, stop pulling out all those hold hard closes. You know, we're getting messages every time we say, douche that's canoe, all right. Send us messages. Uh, it's funny. <laughs> it, I'm okay with that. It, it is a very descriptive word and it's right? accurate for those people. So, but you know, you don't pull out all the, all the hard closes, you know, have a real conversation about next steps and fo don't focus on getting that big. Yes. Focus on closure to that conversation because you may be in a situation where you can one call close the client. Um, I really thought for this one over the weekend that it was going to be a price thing for them and that he was going to be price shopping. So I wasn't, you know, I, that might be part of it. I wasn't trying to one call close. I was just, you know, having a cool conversation and I was focused on, all right, so what's my next steps. 
And that next step happened to be, hey, let's set up a time with my operations guy and we can talk more and then we can get the ball going so he knows what we're doing. I'm like, perfect, let's do it. So, you know, it's, it's you know, don't, it. don't hard close. Focus on the next steps for your relationship, not for the sale, and, and just let things happen. Love it. I love it. So, guys, for this episode, I, I think Kevin summed it up really nicely for us. You know, go have fun and have real conversations. Be a damn human. And as always, if you got any tips, tricks, any value out of this episode, do us a favor. Make sure you're subscribed. Leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And share this episode out with one person, man. Sharing that episode out it means the world to us. And as always, love you, mean it. See you, bye. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com, go visit one of our peer groups, and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.